Ty. Hi, hello. Uh, maybe you caught the end of Dorian over here saying Riverside. Uh, whatever, man. You guys don't need to worry about it. Uh, I'm still not paying to do this podcast at all because fuck all of you. It's not worth it. Dorian, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, we're uh, I'm on vacation right now, watching Ooh. GDQ. So living, living the good life. Living the good life. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, this is cutting into my Tears of the Kingdom time. So like that's um. Oh, boy. Uh, not only is it cutting into my Tears of the Kingdom time, Nakey Jakey dropped a video. I don't know how long it is. All I know is that I will be sitting my white ass down to listen to that. So um, uh, is, is he sucking? Is he sucking off fucking Tears of the Kingdom? No, 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 no. It's actually um, from software, which I wasn't oh, expecting. Uh, eh, eh, look, look, wait, you. OK, there's no I, chance I that you I ever watch his last no. two video, right? Oh, I did. And I can't stand him now because of that. So he can fucking die. Hold on, hold on. First off, fuck you. Uh, have you watched his Red Dead one? Uh, no, no, because the first video I ever watched of him was his Last of Us one, and that would be the last video I ever watched of him. I hate you, man. I hate you. There's so much good stuff on YouTube that, like, specifically, Nicky Jakey and Super Bunny Hop, like, they would have videos you would like. And when you're just like, nope, watch the wrong one. Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, I, well, Super Bunny Hop in particular, I feel like I could give another shot to one day. Uh, because really, like, I, I think he's even, I don't know if he's come around on it, but he's not as hard on it now as he was, I think. Uh, but no, Nakey Jakey, that never again. I think he's a pompous asshole, and I fucking hate that Last of Us video. So no, Look, no, look, just no. fuck you. There, oh, okay, okay, come on. There's nothing, you can disagree with him. Pompous is not the word I'd ever use to describe him at all. At all. No, if I pompous. send you, if I send you. A 10-minute video about him talking about music piracy in the early 2000s. Will you try that at least? I can, like, you were there. You were there, okay? <laughs> There's no fucking way that, like, me, I am younger than you, and I was still like, yeah, man, fucking giving your computer AIDS for for leaking part exe fuck yeah like there's no way you won't watch this and be like okay okay fine we disagree well, I, on this game but we're fine here i mean i yeah i mean yeah i remember all that shit of course i i, I still remember i i, I remember <laughs> funny story i remember my my uh my parents going to see signs the m night Shyamalan classic in theaters mm -hmm. the classic um, okay and, that's a word yeah and i had to babysit my little brothers and I was and I was pissed because I wanted to go see signs. So I downloaded an, an illegal copy off of I think it was Kazaa at the time. Oh, my God. Uh, Kazaa. Yeah, I think it was Kazaa. So I downloaded an illegal copy and I actually watched the entire thing while they were at the theater. And so when they Yo! got back, so, so when, when they got back, I was talking about the movie. They're like, how the fuck did you watch it? And you're like, it's called the Internet. You guys wouldn't understand. <laughs> yeah. So I, so that's one of my earlier memories there. But yeah, I, yeah, I was downloading music and shit Na napster's actually even a little bit before my time i think oh i miss napster I, entirely yeah I, I i don't know if it was morpheus before kazaa i think it might have been morpheus oh, and i think man. that was the first one i used either morpheus or kazaa whichever one was earlier so oh dude no kazaa was that was where that was where i cut my teeth but limewire limewire made yeah. my home like, yeah and oh my God. i don't know if there was one after limewire but limewire was like the last one i used <sighs> there oh, there is one there is one there's you know how it is whenever you get into a podcast your brain goes blank but you know there's someone who's listening to this it's like oh how dare they forget that it's uh oh no it's oh no, no. it has to be like limewire specific like for some reason limewire became the brand that everyone afterwards kept spinning off of so uh this is the one time i will ask for audience interference 
comment or message either one of us with what came after LimeWire. Anyways, I sent you the link for the video. Uh, Nakey Jakey illegally downloading music. The thumbnail has Kazaa and Napster and LimeWire. It's a good video. I don't expect you to report back on it. I just maybe even expect is the wrong word more of if you just casually have dinner and then you're like i got 10 minutes there you go if he dms me an apology for the last of uh, last of us video i will do you want to just give me like an hour-long youtube video that you know for sure <laughs> i'm not like i would never go out of my way to watch like i'll offer uh, that I'll, I'll have to think about it I, i'm sure there's something uh I'll, maybe i'll get you to watch another uh, classic dsp video no, no 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 i was thinking for a second that you would be like what if someone finally watches that corn shacks i don't like breath of the wild video what oh god finally no, I, one I, person... no i wouldn't I, I mean i'm not even i'm not even gonna watch that one so <laughs> I, love I wouldn't ask you to do that. that video you're just like like okay fine i'll watch it's like why i haven't <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i i'm not even watching that one i, I mean I, I i tried to watch like 30 seconds of it but <laughs> you're just like yeah, ah no. whatever the title's good enough no. yeah the, the title's all i need and his wonderful expression <laughs> anyways um any everybody last episode i lied i did not only have tears of the kingdom on my list it's just that i forgot to talk about april 1st to april 15th but anyways Whatever I said in that episode is still true because I don't want to do anything other than Tears of the Kingdom. And my list from May 16th to May 31st kind of reflects that because you're going to be looking at this as like, why did you watch those things? Shut up. Let's go through it. I'll explain as we go. Um, so my list is, oh, holy shit. I Damn, April 1st was a long time ago. The first thing on here is Resident Evil 4 Remake. Jesus Christ, that had an entire special episode. Um the Soprano season four, Billy Madison. Nope. Wait, no, no. I've talked about this. I yeah, talked we, about no, this. No, we, we talked about those. April yeah, yeah. 16th. Sorry, there not the go. first. All right, go. Go, going back. Minish Cap, BoJack Horseman season one and two, A Link Between Worlds, Tetris Effect, technically complete. We'll talk about it. Babylon, Mike Judges, Beavis and Butthead, Bridge on the River Kwai. Oh, holy shit. I never got to talk about that. And Bound. I watched Bound. Oh, my God. Okay. Tears of the Kingdom. By the way, this is May 16th now to 31st. Tears of the Kingdom, Mission Impossible 1, Gangs of New York, Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, Mission Impossible 2, Triple X, and Succession. There we go. That's my list. What's yours? All right. My list is Steins Gate Zero, Chaos Had Noah, Robotics Note Elite, Mirror's Edge, A Mystery Game, Pizza Tower, Silenced, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Blackberry, The Prince of Egypt, Hellraiser and Little Woman. AT&T just texted me. Hi, it's AT&T. Looks like your Wi-Fi signal isn't quite reaching all the devices in your home. Go to www.blah.blah.blah to find the weak spots. How do you know? How do you know? How do you? What? Maybe no. it's maybe it's like a phishing text. I don't know. No, 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 no. It, hold on, hold on. Let me check. Let me check. No, no, no. It's AT&T. It's AT&T because if I check and now, and now they have your the credit card in, information. Good job. Oh, fuck. Uh, no, I mean, no, no, it's AT&T. They do. That's how they, that's how I pay for I mean, true, 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 true. No, that, this, this doesn't make sense. How do, can they just, no, 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 never mind. The router actually caches if, you know, distance and whatever. Who cares? I'm thinking that it's too hard. Blah. Wait, no, no, then I'm, then I'm bothered. How do they know that it's a constant thing? Are they measuring like, oh, well, this thing has a low signal that no i'm getting into it this isn't this isn't a fucking wi-fi podcast i don't care anymore um 
<laughs> Minish Cap. Holy shit, I, I did this so long ago, didn't I? There's even an entire Zelda Top 10 episode from Black Backlog Brain Rot. Better show than this. Please, if you're listening to this and you're not listening to Backlog Brain Rot, please stop. Just cut this episode off. Maybe unsubscribe. Just go subscribe to Backlog Brain, Backlog Brain Rot. There's a lot of bees there. That's a good show. Anyways, yeah, Minish Camp is, um, it's fine. It's fine. By, by Zelda standards, it's okay. Like, yeah, this is a Zelda game, all right. Uh, it's your. It's made by your favorite director, obviously, uh, Fubiyashi. If you ask me to say his first name, to shoot me, I'm H- not going to remember H- it. Hideyamaro. Hideyamaro, yes, of course. As you are his biggest fan, you would remember his oh, name. Oh, I will remember uh, his name. Yes, no, of course. Uh, any moment you're going to get a tattoo of it. Um, <laughs> it's weird, though, because Minish Cap feels so generic outside of a dungeon. It's got the Wind Waker link, which I'm okay with, but it's not Wind Waker link. Like, it's not the same Wind Waker link. It's just the same design, but it's, like, way early in the timeline. I don't know. That bothers me. His voice sounds like Young Link from the N64, so there's this mismatch of, like, it's not this link, but you sound like this link, and you're not that. It bothers me. I hate that the main villain sounds like the Happy Mask Salesman. And by the way, it's a Game Boy Advance game, so like they're not speaking. They just have like little sound bites to make you associate with it. I fucking hate that he sounds like the Happy Mask Salesman. It bothers me. All it does is that, oh yeah, Hyrule, the, just Hyrule Field and all of that. It just feels really generic. I don't find the shrinking down mechanic that fun because honestly it just makes things more annoying when you shrink down i have a lot of complaints about this game but at the end of the day the dungeons still fuck in this game like really nicely like this is i could argue that some of these dungeons are probably some of the best 2d dungeons that i've played so far and it kind of bothers me that i have to deal with everything else outside of going into the dungeon and yeah i don't know minish cap Man, this has to be your last Zelda game on your list if you want to play it out of 10. But, like, also, there's a couple more I haven't played yet, so we'll see if that ends up sticking true. But so far, it's my least favorite Zelda. What's funny, actually, I just watched a speedrun of this uh, GDQ, and I was thinking how good it looked, so it's something I definitely want to get to at some point. It Uh, looks good. Yeah, no, no, it's it's very uh, pretty. But hearing it's uh, Fubayashi's game, I don't know so much anymore. But it is something I would like to try one day. Um, I, I don't know. There's 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 uh, there's a part of me that's wanted to go back and not only replay some of these Zelda games, but like play some of the new uh, some of the 2D games uh, I've never played before. So we'll, we'll see if we get to that. There's a lot of games I need to replay, though. Um, and I think the next big one I'm going to start to tackle here pretty quick are the Metal Gear Solid games. So I think that's next up for me. But we'll see. I might get to Zelda again at some point, because like I said, there are a couple of those games I want to replay, um, specifically Twilight Princess and uh, and Wind Waker for the 3D ones, um, and then <clears throat> some of the 2D ones as well. So we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll get there at some point and, uh, and go from there. But uh, yeah, I've never played it, uh, but the speedrun looked really cool out of time. All right. Uh, Minish Cap, by the way, I, I, I always have to clarify, it is not a bad game. It's just that if you are hanging around every other Zelda game, I'm going to beat you up harder because you are in a fucking pantheon right now. And if you are not 1000%, you're, you're just going to get bullied. I'm sorry. So yeah, Minish Cap. <sighs> out of 10. Cool. Uh, I'm just going to get this out of the gateway right now. So I am playing a mystery game right now. 
Uh, I'm not going to. Oh, you're say, still going to mention it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to mention it. I'm going to mention it. Uh, but I'm just not going to really talk about it. Uh, the only reason I'm mentioning it is basically I want to make a joke. <laughs> oh, um, long uh, yeah. play here. Yeah, long play here. Uh, basically, the only reason I'm not going to talk about this game is because I still have Days Gone Syndrome, and I don't want to be boxed in a corner with this game specifically, uh, where I say one thing and then come out saying something completely different later down the line. Uh, I here's the thing. Here's I, the thing. I just want to <laughs> say, yes, you, fair enough, fair point. What I will say is that knowing what the mystery game is, I still don't want you to talk about it. I still don't. Want yeah, you no, to no, talk no. About I'm it. not. Yeah, and I'm and I'm not but, going to. But what I'm saying is that you can still talk about it. And you can just not say declarative statements that will bite you in the ass. Yeah, it's not as fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not how I roll here on uh, on on passive pixels. You know that. But bye, no, bye. it's uh, yeah. But yeah, no. So we're playing it. Uh, I'm not going to mention this game again until it's either done or dropped. Let's put it that way. At that point, then I will uh, talk about it on here. Uh, but yeah, for now, nothing else. Uh, I'm like 20 something hours and we're progressing. And that's all I have to say. Uh, yeah, so look forward to my thoughts on that at some point in the future. It's a longer game, so I don't even know if it'll be by the next episode. Maybe the episode after that. We'll see. Hmm. All right. Uh, I'll get these out of the way. Bojack Horseman season one and season two. They're both completed. Yeah, the show's good. It's, it's good. It actually good. feels weird to watch a show that uh, actually has characters and a bit of progression and a handle on tone where it can switch back and forth between comedy and just being like, wow, that's actually kind of fucked up. Um, it feels nice, honestly. Uh, it'll be a shame that I probably never finish it because if Tears of the Kingdom continues to hold me the way it does, uh, I don't know if I want to go out of my way to pirate it once Netflix says that sharing is done. Um, sorry, Bojack, uh, you might be a casualty here of Netflix trying to kill itself. Um, good fucking job, Netflix. Uh, you had a good show a couple of years ago, and now I probably won't want to watch it because you're going to hang yourself. It's okay. When you die and you had to sell off your IP to the streaming services that Netflix is, maybe I'll watch it there out of time. Fair enough. Yeah, I love BoJack Horseman. Great show. Uh, it's funny. I don't think I ever finished it, though. Like, I think there's still a season I need to watch. Maybe two, but I think it's just one. Uh, so I do want to go back to that at some point, but it also feels like I'd almost have to completely rewatch it now. So I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, good job. For sure. Wait, All oh, right. I never wrote down that a link between worlds was completed. I'll go ahead and write that in, but it doesn't matter because it's your turn anyways. All right. Uh let's talk about what are we gonna talk about? What are we gonna talk about? Uh here, let's get this out of the way. Not because I'm negative on it, but I'm not as high on it, so uh, I mean, whatever. We'll talk about the Prince of Egypt. So I, I watched the Prince of Egypt, oh. uh, thanks to you for sending it to me. Uh, I do like it. Don't get me wrong. It's it's a good movie. Uh, I'm just not in love with it. Uh, and and I think for me, the thing is, I just don't fucking care <laughs> about the story of Moses. And that's what this is. And I just I, I don't give a shit. That being said, the how do you not old... care after the beginning, man? Like, it doesn't matter. Well, you could you can throw like, that shit at the beginning of a Transformers movie. I'll fucking pay attention. Look, if we're if we're rating the opening 15 minutes of a movie, it's five out of five. <laughs> like yeah. the opening 15 minutes of this movie is incredible. It's a great song. And the music's really good all the way throughout. Uh, really good animation quality, everything like that. So that's all really solid and, and well made. Uh, I love hearing Val Kilmer. Big fan of Val Kilmer. Really good cast all around, actually, and they all do a good job here. But yeah, I just, I just as it went along, I'm like, yeah, I mean, this is the story of Moses. I, I'm sorry, I don't care. I just, I don't care. 
uh and that's that's fine but it's still a good movie it's still like if you if you're into that you're gonna like it even more than i did and uh, even if you don't you're gonna get enjoyment out of it like i still enjoyed my time with it i still thought it was definitely worth watching uh i just can't say it's one of my favorite animated movies ever that's all how would you like to be executed uh i don't know um how did they do it in like the, the prince of egypt just like locusts or something like you could just uh, get some locusts to like so pick that was that was kind of like the um the plagues at the end of it but i could imagine that you know if a jew wasn't working hard enough on the pyramid they probably just tied you to some horses and pulled so like i don't know do you want to offer that yeah, that no, that sounds good. Let's uh, let's do that. <laughs> okay, we're actually gonna use donkeys, so it's even slower. Um, okay, don't, let's do let's do. Can we have like two donkeys at least? Get some multiple donkeys. No, 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 no. It'll be one donkey per limb, and they're just oh, gonna oof. be really stubborn about trying to pull. All right, and make it the donkey from Shrek too, so he just doesn't shut the fuck up while he's doing it. All of them will be voiced by Eddie Murphy, but like <laughs> now Eddie Murphy with less energy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Torture. Anyways, um. You suck, and I hope you die. Um, yeah, I like the movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> How dare it not be an all-time classic? <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, fine. like that's I said, fine. the opening 15 minutes is incredible. Like, that that Deliver Us song is so fucking good. Like, well, after after that, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be, like, one of the best movies ever. And unfortunately, it didn't, it didn't hold up that way. But, but that okay. opening was heat. Absolute heat. I don't know, man. That's, that opening he immediately was like, yeah, I'm in. I don't oh, really care so where we go from here. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm in. We're just watching this. Moses, you're going to do your thing. You're going to split the water. We're all okay here, boy. Let's go. So, uh, yeah. Also, I'm just mm, the animation in this movie. Mm, mm, mm. I'll just leave it oh, there. Oh, it's great. We're on a two-hour time mark anyway, so go ahead. Yeah, no, it's great. Oh, yeah, my turn. What am I talking about? It's your turn. Um, <laughs> I'm great at Oh, so seven, seven, seven out of ten, by the way. Uh, deliver us out of ten, man. <sighs> oh, boy. Jeffrey Katzenberg, you fucking madman, you did it. You really did eat Disney's lunch for the first 15 minutes. Um, all right, A Link Between Worlds. Ah, all right, let's get a little controversial here. This is what I wanted A Link to the Past to be. Um, all it did was just shave off some of the old edges on Link to the Past, like some of the moments in Link to the Past that annoyed me, uh, just needing silver arrows to defeat Ganon literally at the end. Like, it's... I go into a link between worlds. I buy some items. I solve a dungeon. We get cooking. I feel really stupid sometimes when I go into these dungeons and I figure it out. Oh, that feels good. My only complaint, though, is that it feels like there may was like one dungeon longer than the game needed to be like that. That's about it. I don't really have any other issues. Um, Shout out to this Ganon, though, because. I think it's technically the same Ganon as a uh, link to the past, which means that this motherfucker like pretty much destroyed Hyrule once in link to the past. Now he's back and he actually held the two Triforces at one time. And I think it might be the only time that a Ganon has done that at all in any of these games. So uh shout out to link to the past Ganon, which is a link between worlds Ganon, because he might be the goat Ganon. Like he, this man is destructive and there's nothing we can do to stop him. I do. Uh, I want to play that game too. Honestly, like I said, I have a very huge blind spot of 2d Zelda. I think the only one I have played uh, really is a link to the past. I don't know if I've played mm. any others. I'm okay. Trying to think. Yeah, I think it's just a link to the past, which I really like a link to the past. But uh, yeah, so the, the 2D Zelda is just a massive, massive blind spot for me. 
uh, and Link Between Worlds, I believe, is just the sequel to uh, Link to the Past, basically. So it's the, it's uh, almost the same game. Like it just feels yeah. like the framework is exactly the same. It's not the same Link, which is weird. It just feels like it should have just been the same Link, but whatever. Um, yeah, no, no. It's just like, hey, do you want a newer Link to the Past? And if the answer is yes, then yeah, go for it. Yeah. All right. No, I I agree. That sounds exactly what I would like. So I I definitely got to play that at some point. So it, it's on my list. It's another one I got to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, but wait. Oh, you. Oh, the two DS. Oh. Okay. So I'm guessing that's uh, for just, you. I'll just emulate it on Steam Deck. Yeah. Is that is that? I don't. Is that worthwhile? I think so. From what I've heard, it's actually not bad. Like you can just bind the, the like. I, I I mean, I guess it depends on the game. Like if it's critical to have both screens up at once, it might be a pain in the ass. But I think for most things, it works pretty fine because you can either just kind of minimize it off to the corner, or you can just like push a button to basically like swap between them, like just by the push of a button. So I think it's can doable. you have both screens up at the same time? I think you can. It would just be smaller, obviously, because you're okay, cutting no. the screen real estate in half. But yeah. Okay, that's fine then. That's fine. Okay, yeah. I guess just have whatever your dominant touchscreen hand is. You probably just put the screen on that side. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, so yeah, a link between worlds. Hey, that's a good game out of ten. Cool. Cool. Uh, let's talk about Mirror's Edge. I played Mirror's Edge for the first time. Yeah. Uh, yeah fun little game, man. Uh, I sucked at it. I was fucking horrible at it. But yeah, same. Uh, yeah, but re- but really, uh, really fun game. Uh, I like it. Uh, it's not really like I mean, let, let's let's be real. It's not really a typical Addy game uh, in a lot of ways. But it was definitely an enjoyable time and worth playing. I think. Um, I think the big thing for me with it was just how cool some of the gameplay moments were, like the momentum in that game. I've never really like. I'm sure there's other games like it, but I don't know if I've played any other games that quite use momentum in the same way. Just like when you're kind of building up your runs and you know how to do jumps and parkours and tricks like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was really cool about it. Um, and even though like I sucked at it, it was really good. Like the autosave system was really fair. I found like you're never going back too far. So while some parts did take me quite a few times to get through, I think I only spent like six hours on the game in total just because, you know, it was done so it's well. All- I played on the normal difficulty. Uh, so there was there was really nothing too bad. But uh, but yeah, no, super fun game. Uh, I mean, the story is just kind of a whatever burger. Yeah, who cares? I really, uh, yeah, I didn't really care about that, which is why I'm not higher on it, I guess. Again, again, in terms of characters, who cares? I mean, I, that's Faith also not was the good. Game. Yeah, like Faith was good, but uh, and I like her. She was pretty memorable. She's a, she exists. She, she has exists. a design. That's, yeah, but that's everyone, about it. Yeah, but everyone else I could care less about. Uh, I did the, 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 the sequel I've heard is not good. Oh, um, it's uh, but, it's but one it, of those things that it makes you sad because the idea, like the idea of like a mirror's edge open world sounds like it wouldn't be too bad of an idea. But the problem is, is that you need to handcraft that entire fucking world to make it fun to navigate, because if you don't, then what is the point? And they did not do that it just feels like an open world where moving around feels like a chore and the fact that the entire game is moving around what did you do what did you do yeah that's unfortunate it was two dollars and 69 cents on steam though so i bought it <laughs> like you know for two dollars and 69 cents if i end up dropping it and not liking it i'm okay with that if so i grabbed I, it if i actually had like some sort of rhythm to playing PC games, I would have bought it and then gotten a mod that basically takes me from main mission to main mission because I feel like that would 
Like, that has to be the sauce of the game. Like, there's no way that, like, the levels are literally curated. There's no way that there isn't a good Mirror's Edge sequel in Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Like, but also, when the fuck am I actually going to sit down on my PC to play something? Ugh. Yeah, no, it's, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, no, Mirror's Edge is a solid game. I enjoyed it. It was a, it was a banger, uh, as I would say. So, yeah, 7 out of 10. Good stuff. All right. My next game, Tetris Effect. Uh, technically, I've reached what I would consider my complete state. There's not, there's different levels to where you can call it complete, but I am now comfortable saying that I have beaten Tetris Effect. What did I do? I basically double S ranked every um, easy level and every normal level. The game gets really fucking hard by the time I got to the end of the second of like medium. Um, yeah, Tetris Effect is fucking incredible. Um, I just, even talking about it now, I just want to play more of it, and that's even with Tears of the Kingdom just sitting on my shoulder saying, go find more stuff. Look at that purple dickhead. Help him out with his sign, why don't you? Look, there's a fucking dragon. Don't you want to fight the fucking dragon? Uh, oh my god, you want to go into that hole over there? You want to go back to hell? Let's go to hell. Like, Tears of the Kingdom is still whispering all this in my ear, and even just talking about Tetris Effect, it makes it want to wiggle back into my ear. Such a fucking great game. It is an experience. The music, top fucking notch. Even when I don't like the music, all the sound design of the music ends up being just, mmm, mmm. Also, just for the record, this has been, you already know, but this also happened so long ago that I didn't even mention it. Tester's Effect is I used a golden ticket for you. I've told you that your end state for Tetris Effect is playing on the easiest difficulty with an average of B on all the levels. So if for some reason you double S rank one and then you just fucking bomb with an E on the next one, they'll average out, I think. I'm, I'll do the math later, but like I am just trying to make sure that when you play it, you are getting the intended experience of going from a cluster of levels together before you move on. So, yeah, Tetris Effect, I hope you find some value in it because I think from just a straight audio-visual experience, it is worth it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> the enthusiasm I, uh, the enthusiasm <laughs> yeah i'm waiting i'm gonna wait till uh like a black friday sale and, and get it then because it does go on sale so it'll it'll go on sale then i'll grab it then and play it and uh and we'll see how it goes i'm i'm not expecting magic but i i, I was for a while i haven't played lately but i was practicing and playing a little tetris because i'm bad at tetris but uh, i was starting to get a little bit better so we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see mm-hmm. Fuck the mobile. Fuck the mobile Tetris, though, because well, of course, duh. The, 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 literally, I, I downloaded it on my phone. I was like, all right, let's 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 try mobile Tetris. Like, surely they can't monetize this in horrendous ways. But you only get like like 15 moves. And then if you need to use more moves, they like charge you for them. So it's like, wow, Wait, how does that work? It's shit. not even lives. It's fucking moves. Yeah. Like so you get like, fif- like you get like 15 blocks to like to like uh, get a bunch of to get enough points. And then if you don't get those points within the 15 moves and they're like, hey, if you want more moves, you got to buy these coins. Like, oh, fuck you. you That's incredible. Jesus piece Christ. Of shit. <laughs> this is why no one so, respects mobile. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's awful. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, you done? That's it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's it. That's just, yeah. right, I had cool. a great time. Pretty good music. Cool. Fair enough. Uh, we'll talk about Hellraiser next. So, this is the 20, uh, 2022 one, I think, right? Let me double check the year on Oh, that. you think I'm going to know? <laughs> no, you're not. 2022. Yeah. Uh, directed by David Buckner. 
uh, starring Odessa is, is Zeon, Jamie Clayton, Adam Falson. Uh, so yeah, this was kind of like a reboot, reimagining, whatever you want to call it, of Hellraiser. Uh, I did watch the first one for the very first time in my month of spoops last year, uh, and I talked about it in the podcast here. Uh, look, I honestly, you know, it was a, it was solid, it was fun, uh, really gory at times. Uh, there was some good stuff here. It takes forever to get going though, uh, and it's two, oh, it's over two hours, which I don't understand. Like, uh, you know, horror movies, I mean, they can be over two hours, but stuff like this specifically should not be over two hours. It should be like a tight hour and a half hour and 40 minutes. And if you cut out some of that bullshit at the start, it would have been perfect or a lot better, but yeah, this is fine. Like, I mean, it's everything you'd want. It hits some notes there. Uh, I don't think I liked it as much as the original one, but, uh, you know, for like a reboot reimagining, you could do worse. So. I mean, I don't have much more to say about it. It's it's Hellraiser. It's very similar to the original one, uh, just with a female penhead this time. So Hellraiser Gone Woke. Uh, I look, man, you already said Hellraiser Gone Woke, so there's no joke I can even make. Anything I say feels like it'd be wasting time. So I'm just going to move on. Uh, Babylon. Yeah, no, this movie still fucks. Um, I really enjoyed this. I actually got to show my wife it. Um one of my favorite things to do is whenever I show her a movie and I know that she enjoyed it immediately deflate her when I get, when we get to the credits and just be like the movie bombed and then have her just go, no, why? Uh, Which is kind of sad because I think the last time I remember like very clearly doing this to her was first man. Um, So sorry, Damon Giselle. One of these dates. Well, no, it's actually no, your number is probably punched at this point. Like there's no chance that you're going to get another anything over $50 million. Uh, I look forward to you doing an A24 $10 million banger or selling your soul to uh, the devil and finally doing an MCU movie, which um, look, I'll be there to support you. I did. I'm going to grit my teeth. And I hope that when you have Captain America in his 80s do a little dance, I like the music that Justin Hurwitz is playing. Uh, but yeah, Babylon, I don't know, man. I'd just be retreading anything that I've said in some of the previous episodes. I still really enjoyed it. I have the steel book. It is on the shelf. It is safely on there. Uh, am I going to worry about space anytime soon? Nope, because I'm so limited on time that I don't know if I can really... Uh, justify revisiting some of the movies that I need to revisit to see if they make it back on the to the shelf. So yeah, Babylon, great movie out of ten. Yeah, I I, I would like to rewatch it at some point. It's just very long, uh, and I'm not gonna yep. buy it. Oh, yeah. But we'll see. Maybe one day when it's on streaming or something, I'll I'll give it another watch and see if my opinion wildly rotates in one way or the other. Uh, it is now, now on Paramount Plus. If yeah, you want to do that, Paramount no. Plus now included with Showtime. Are <laughs> uh, we? Yeah, did I get the check? Did the check clear? <laughs> no. Hey, scratch all that. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I wish. I uh, wish we don't have Showtime in Canada, so that's not even an option. Uh, it's just oh, Paramount no, 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 no. Plus. Paramount Plus is now having Showtime rolled in. Oh, I wonder. Well, yeah, I don't think that'll change anything in Canada though, because we don't. Shame. We literally don't have Showtime out here. Oh. So, yeah. So I don't think I'll change anything here. And yeah, I'm not like, I mean, there are like, I, I get like, there's like a week free trial I can get. I think I've said this, but there's a week free trial. Yeah, I can get with Paramount. yeah but I'm using it for Mission Impossible. So, oh, no, it's such a shame that during the uh, free trial, you can only watch six movies. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that'll that'll have to that'll have to wait. But yeah, I would like to rewatch it at some point. But as like I said, it's still after watch first watch. It's still my I still like it, but it's my least favorite, uh, least favorite Chazelle movie. So mm-hmm. yeah. all right, go for it. 
Uh, all right, let's talk about let's talk about Little Woman next. Um, have you seen this, by the way? Uh, nope, I've been no, meaning okay. to, but uh, the funny thing is, is that my wife has been bothering me about wanting to watch it. Uh, but uh, you know, totally, what's going to happen is that we're going to go watch Barbie before we watch Little Women. Sorry, Greta Gerwig. Sorry. You've seen Lady Bird, though, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, Little Woman is the second movie I think from uh, Greta. That's uh, right. yeah. unless there's some like weird yeah. movie that no one's ever heard of before Lady Bird that no one counts. Yeah, Max screaming right now, but that's okay. It, uh, it doesn't count, Mac. It doesn't <laughs> count. <laughs> they have a really good cast here. So, Sayorsi Ronan, Florence Pugh, uh, Emma Watson, Laura Dern, Timothy Chalamet, Meryl Streep, like just a who's who. Fucking Bottle. Bo- I had no idea Bob Odenkirk was in this, and he shows up, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Saul. That's great. But um, in some photos looks like an older Emma Roberts. She really does. Really throw me she, off. Attractive, attractive, uh, attractive lady for yeah, sure, and a, and a very and a very talented one. Uh, but yeah, Little Woman, great movie. Just very cozy, very warm blanket. Very, I can throw this on and just kind of vibe and watch these girls kind of, you know, work their way through life in the in a very tough time for them. By the uh, way, but, uh, we were right. There was totally just a movie that no one cares about that she directed called Nights and Weekends. Uh, the Wikipedia uh, Nights and Weekends is a 2008 American mumblecore film co-directed, co-written, co-produced by and co-starring Joe Swanberg and Greta Gerwig. The film follows a long distance relationship and its aftermath. That's it. That's um, to continue. I just needed to get that out that. Yes, there was Mac. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's screaming somewhere right now. But yeah. How dare they forget about nights and weekends? How dare they? <laughs> Sorry, Mac. <laughs> yeah, we 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 love you, Buffo. Uh, but hop, but hop. yeah, no. <laughs> this was yeah, this was really great. Like I said, just definitely recommend. It. I don't know, I don't know if I like this or Lady Bird better. It's very close between the two. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thought this was great. Just like I said, very warm, very. You can watch it at any point. It's probably a good like not Christmas exactly, but pre-Christmas movie. You could just throw on and like if you want some chill, comfy vibes, and just kind of watch it and vibe with it. So great movie. Uh, definitely excited to see uh, what she does with Barbie. Looks like a fucking fever trip of a movie. So should be interesting. All right, I'm very disappointed. Um, Greta Gerwig, uh, her acting roles, her first credited role, uh, going by her own name, Greta, was in 2006, and the movie is called LOL. And I was thinking, wait a minute, is that the shitty Hannah Montana movie? That Well, I mean, not Hannah Montana, it's just that uh, Miley Cyrus, there we go. That shitty Miley Cyrus movie that just, like, exists, and I think, um, oh my god, um... Who is this female actress, striptease, G.I. Jane, that, uh, who is she? Um, uh, John Demi Moore? Fights? Thank you, thank you. I could picture her in my in my mind's eye. I just didn't remember her name. Uh, I thought uh, Demi Moore is her mom or something. I thought it was that movie, but no, it is uh, yet another mumblecore film, which I, I don't. I don't like that mumblecore is this thing. I don't like it as a word. It's probably a good way to describe it. I don't like it, though. Uh, so, yeah, I'm disappointed that Greta Gerwig does not have a weird uh, six degrees of bacon to Miley Cyrus. That's all I can really mention. Little Women, I'll watch it at some point. Um, spoilers. I'm not even going to spoiler tag it. I don't care. It's just skip to the next topic at this point, okay? Uh, one of my favorite things. Spoilers. I already said spoilers. One of my favorite things about Little Women is this old tweet that I saw about someone saying that they are watching Little Women in theaters and next door was 
um star wars uh rise of skywalker and that in the middle of beth dying they heard the little babu frick in the theater next door everyone's quiet and you hear hey! which like i'm sad that now little women is just always going to be associated with the rise of skywalker in my mind so uh yeah whoops sorry moving on oh yeah it's me eight out of ten <laughs> mike judges beavis and butthead i don't know man like this is my time is limited. Uh, if I'm not playing Tears of the Kingdom, I'm probably doing something that's needed around the house. It's a very sad existence. I just I just want to play more Tears of the Kingdom. I'm folding clothes. I might be washing dishes. I don't know. I'll put something on. Mike judges Beavis and Butthead. This is what, like the second or third revival that they've seen. Still, still pretty funny. Like I'm, I've. It's just two dumbasses. Wait, 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 wait. They mean new episodes. Yeah, no, there's new episodes. Oh shit! I Again, didn't know that. I fucking love Beavis and Butthead. I gotta, I gotta look those out. Yeah, no, no, they, no, and of course, did they still, did they still do the music video thing, or is it just like actual episodes? No, no, no. So, uh, did you watch the the first revival or no? No, no, I didn't. Okay, so the first revival was, uh, you know, of course, MTV. That's their home. Um, their first revival was them watching MTV shows. So, like, they would be watching Jersey Shore, and oh. they would just be, <laughs> yeah. I gotta watch that. That's great. So, so now they're watching TikTok and YouTube videos. Which, <laughs> dude, there was one where like a guy was like, "Hey man, if you ever need to do tattoos in prison, this is how you do it." And they're like, "Oh, we gotta learn this if we ever go to prison." <laughs> like, it's so. Oh, dude, there's a part. Okay, this one had me fucking dying. Of course, I live in Houston, Texas, so like maybe it hits a little harder. But there was a parkour video of guys running on rooftops in what is so clearly France. It is so clearly France. And then Beavis is just like, I I think they're in, uh, I think they're in Houston. I think I saw a longhorn over there. (laughs) Like, it's so fucking hilarious being here. And like, but has just like, no, you idiot. They're in France. And Beavis like, no, look over there. That's a big, that's a big oil tower. And it's the fucking Eiffel tower. It's like, it's the funniest shit, man. But yeah, no, no, it's um, it's still funny. It's it's one of those ones that like beats the allegations. Like, oh, why are you bringing them back? There's an entire episode of the two of them being stuck in a box together. Stupid, but fun. So yeah, um, Mike judges Beavis and Butthead. My score is you beat the allegations out of ten. Yeah, I gotta watch out of ten. I, I love Beavis and Butthead. So again, you have seven days. That. Seven days. So uh, you know, you, you can't watch anything but the Mission Impossible movies. Literally just that. That's the only thing you can watch on Paramount Plus. But you know that's there too. Cool, cool. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get the sponsored soy segment out of the way and talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Soy, 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 soy. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, directed by James Gunn, starring Chris Pad, Chris Pratt, Zoli Zanata, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillian, and a whole bunch of others. Uh, so yes, yeah, so the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I was really. Um, I was very torn on whether I was going to go see this or not. I feel like, I feel like I'm just done with the MCU. I've, I've been done with the MCU for a long time. Uh, you know, Spider-Man, I don't know, man. I, I really do like Spider-Man. That's one of the few characters I enjoy. So I might continue to watch Spider-Man movies in a vacuum, but this, I just really didn't have a lot of interest in, especially after me. I'm not the biggest fan of volume two. Uh, volume one's great, obviously, but Guardians of the Galaxy volume two just kind of lost something for me in there. Uh, and like I've always said, if I want to watch daddy issues on space, I'll just watch, um, fuck, what's it called? Ad Astra. Yeah. Thank you. I'll watch Ad Astra. That's, 
the better movie to me. I'm um, glad but- that you haven't butchered that joke like you had by Dr. Pepper one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although now I've risked it. Now I've risked it by spreading that out into the universe. But yeah, it's okay. No- <laughs> it was a joke on by myself. Did I sacrifice a joke for a joke? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I did. Like, yeah joke for a joke. Uh, honestly, though, this was this was pretty good. Uh, I, I mean, this was you know what I would like. It's definitely better than Volume Two for me. Uh, I don't think it's as good as the original one, but I think you'll find some enjoyment in there, uh, especially if you're a Rocket fan. This 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 movie does a lot for his character. Um, unfortunately, I mean, Rocket was never one of my favorite Guardians of the Galaxy characters. It's still really well done, his character in here, and it's still enjoyable for sure. And what they do okay, with it. Question. Yeah, go ahead. What would you say is your favorite then? My favorite character? Yeah, like from the Guardians. Oh, man. Uh, probably, honestly, I just really like fucking. Um, <sighs> Drax? That's tough. I do like Drax a lot, but I also really like, and I know this is funny because two. Was oh, that's it really going to really, really? What? what? <laughs> no, no. Are you gonna choose Groot? No, 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 God, no, 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 no. Oh no, dude, you you had me. Come no. on, with the way you're talking, how could it not have no. been like that? Ma- was... <laughs> Mantis is what I was gonna say. Okay, because um, I re- I really like Mantis a lot. Um, and and I like fucking Vin he... Diesel hater number one. Choosing. Yeah, no, and I love Gamora and Nebula's. Uh, just their interactions and stuff like that. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, Rocket's not a bad character. The only character I don't like is fucking Groot, honestly, for for reasons. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this is this is good. I mean, it's a solid movie. I think it's a very it's nice because you can go in, you can watch this movie. You need no prior MCU knowledge that you might have missed, other than obviously the first two Guardians movies. Um, and and really, that Gamora died. Yeah, and that too, because they do bring it up a lot. But they, it's funny. I just, they I kind just of, wanted to fucking spoil it. Well, and, and it's, it's funny. It's Marvel. Who cares? They, and they actually, it's funny because they do actually, like, I think they know that there are going to be people that watch this movie that haven't watched MCU lately because they kind of just like do like a rapid fire segment where they kind of get everything out about it. But uh, yeah. And then really, I mean, you isn't can, that because Gamora is fucking dead and she's a, a wiped slate basically? Basically, yeah, just it's a different multiverse Gamora here now, so whatever. I mean, it's white slate, it's white slate, it's basically having your cake to need it and eating it, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's solid, it's it's a good conclusion to the trilogy. Uh, I I don't, it's it's good, it's pretty good. I think again, people are definitely fucking overrating this, but that's fine. I do think James Gunn has a certain way he does stuff that just makes it more enjoyable than the regular uh comic book stuff. Like I for for honestly, I would take Suicide Squad over this, but I think the best one he's done is still Guardians One. I am interested to check out Superman though eventually because Gunn's doing it, and Superman's very different than the normal type of stuff he normally does. So I want to see what he does with that. Uh, so I'll probably check that out. Uh, I will always watch Batman. Batman's just Batman for me, um, especially I mean, with Batman what's... and Spider Man are the ones that like yeah. Absolutely. But other than those, I'm not going to, I think I'm just perfectly content of sitting out of, uh, of soy now. Although I'm going to go see the flash because. Okay. No, but that's like, that's morbid curiosity. Yeah. That's that's like, yeah. The flash is morbid curiosity. I just, I I have to fucking see what's going on with this movie because people are acting really fucking weird about it. I mean, Um, just everyone is like the flash feels so much like if all of Hollywood said, you want to see a dead body? And you're just like, I, yeah. Why? Who wouldn't? Yeah, it's just it's so the whole thing's so bizarre to me. And like I, I and I expect it to be like, you know, like a month after this movie after the flash comes out and it sold its tickets and it's done everything it's going to do, they're gonna be like, Yeah, Ezra Miller's no longer 
ever working in Hollywood again. I'm just waiting for that. No, 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 no. Have you seen the reports though, Dale? No, I have. I have. Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah. Okay. No, you have then. Yeah. Anyways, uh, for extra context, in case if anyone hasn't, there was a couple of articles of uh, someone high up at WB, or actually it may have been just a reporter. I don't care because I didn't look, man. You think I read articles? Pfft fuck out of here uh someone who said i don't see us replacing ezra miller and it's like <laughs> you should shut up like a minute ago but like any time after is a good time i i believe i'm not 100 percent positive but i think it was actually the director of the flash who said that uh i forget his name the... what no way a no name that was probably told what to do on set what a- andy he, same direct guy who directed it andy muschinelli i think I, I forget his name but yeah. probably a uh-huh. dude whose the studios are very easygoing and able to for work sure. with for sure so yeah Look, anyways. Man, by the way I, I that sounds way too hater man make your money i don't care man just, just oh like, yeah for sure just like hey I, dude you're hurting the bottom line by saying this is what i'm saying no doubt anyways enough soy solid seven out of ten uh if you if you have investment in the guardians go and see it like you won't you know i don't think you have to rush the theaters to see it just watch it eventually you'll uh You'll you'll find some happiness, I think, in the in their conclusion, and then you can leave the MCU behind for good. Short leash. This is a short ass leech when it hits leech leash when it hits Disney Plus because man, I am super fucking burnt down on capes in general. Batman two and Spider Verse are pretty much the only thing that are gonna get through because live action Spider Man, I'm done with you until we get you out of the MCU. I don't I don't care. So yeah, no no short leash. I'm giving this like 20, 30 minutes, and if you don't have me, I am out out of 10. That's fair. All right. Uh, Bridge on the River Kauai. Speaking of fucking Kino. Oh, my God. Bridge on the River Kauai. Oh, that's. Oh, don't you ever just. There's something about old cinema. Just whenever it feels like they have these characters that are just rigid. There's nothing about. It's flat characters that you admire still. They may have just a little bit of scruples on them that just like it's a little grime on them. It's an old movie. So you know that they're not going to be fucking raping natives to make you go. Wow, they're a complex character. Like, no, 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 no. It's just a nice, simple story with what would feel very subversive in the 50s that now feels quaint. Oh, my God. Bridge on the River Kauai. It's beautifully shot. It's the same director as um, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. So it still has like this large scope to it. And considering that I think it was a movie prior to it, that means that even though it feels like it's very large in scope and the way that it's shot makes it feel very grand, it still feels very grounded because it feels like it isn't to show off the grand vistas almost like Lawrence of Arabia's. Lawrence of Arabia still handles his characters very well. This is not an insult to it. It just feels like between which one of them focuses more on the characters it's definitely bridge on the river Kauai, and oh it's just such a good movie i don't anything that i say feels like it would fail to grasp the quality of this movie so yeah bridge on the river Kauai, gorgeously shot movie great performances just a great ending beautiful steelbook what a wonderful time sorry one second mm-hmm. i'm posting I a, water, I'm, I'm posting something very important here 
okay, it's good. okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I really want. I, I really want to see Bridge uh, over the River Kwai. So definitely one day. That that one, thankfully, is not on my spike list, unlike uh, Lawrence of Arabia. So uh, I definitely want to watch uh, Bridge over the River Kwai for really good things. And yeah, I think you were talking about old cinema. There's just something so romantic about it. I feel just you know, it just felt different back then. And uh, I don't know. There's something I love about it. So I'm right there with you, man. I love old mm-hmm. cinema. It's just right, so yeah, the greatest. Um, Bridge on the Rear Kauai is cinema out of 10. We're not even going to go for anything more complicated than that. Speaking of cinema, let's talk about some South Korean Kino, because boy, it has been a long time since I've watched some South Korean Kino. Uh, and we're going to talk you about You did have like an entire role for a little bit. Oh, yeah, it was a lot. Uh, but yeah, we, we're going to talk about Silenced. Uh, this is directed by Hwang Dong-hyuk, who, funny enough, is actually the creator of the Squid Games. I think this is the oh, no. only reason I had a wish listed or wish listed watch listed uh, because I just started watching squid games and I was like, okay, let's put some of this other guy's stuff on here now. And I think I just forgot to remove it because I really wasn't that fond of squid games. Um, and I didn't realize all this till after anyways, I'm glad I didn't. Cause this movie's fucking great. Uh, far better than fucking squid games. So he definitely regressed with that. Uh, this movie is telling a true story, basically uh, about a school that takes, it's a school for the hearing impaired, uh, and there was basically just a big conspiracy within that school where uh, a bunch of the students were getting sexually assaulted. Uh, really serious story. Just fucking. Oh, I just remembered which stuff. movie you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Really, really gut wrenching stuff. Hard to fucking watch at points. Uh, just incredible lead performance from Gong Yu, who plays the teacher who really needs a job and just comes there. He gets basically gets this job out of lock just off of recommendation. And he just like watches these kids get abused and everybody's okay with it. Everyone's on board with it. It's their big conspiracy because, you know, these kids can't talk. They're, they're powerless to do anything. And they're, and they've all bought into their sick delusion together. And anyone who would want to speak out has been basically silenced into it, silenced into not saying anything. Uh, he decides to take a stand. Uh, he has a friend. He, he basically meets someone out there. That's a, a human rights uh, lawyer. And they challenge basically the status quo there. Uh, and yeah, it's just a, it's a hard watch at times, but it's fucking great. It's very important. Uh, I've read a bit about the story after it's just as horrifying in real life as it was here. Um, and it did lead to some changes, so that's good, but yeah, great stuff here. Definitely. You got to be in the right mood for that sort of thing, but, uh, really, really well-made movie. Uh, if not incredibly tough to watch, uh, one of, one of the harder movies I've had to watch in a while, it's something I would never watch again. Uh, because there's some scenes where you're just kind of sitting there clenching your fists and I uh, wanted to punch something. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know where I stand on this. I just feel like I'm I like to be in a proper mental state, you know, which is rested <laughs> before I take some challenging movies, which is like, by the way, I'm still in April 16th, April 30th. So like once we get to like May 16th and May 31st, it's just like, oh, yeah, you've been taking it light. Yeah. I don't know if I ever watch this one. I god i would like to though i would like to out of 10 oh yeah, yeah it's, it's very good i know you're not as high on south korean kino uh but i think this one's pretty 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 Different universal director, though so like i'm willing yeah to well and this one's this one's very like i feel like anyone can watch this as long as you're okay with tough subject matter like that i feel like you could watch this and, and take something from it for sure because it's just it's a challenging watch but it's an important movie so really well made i gave it a 9 out of 10 i was i, I love this movie great stuff all right Bound, uh, for some reason, it was on the Criterion channel. I I don't know why, 
directed by the Wachowskis. Just going to leave it there. Not going to say brother. Not going to say sister. The last episode was titled Apologies to Elliot Page. I'm not. I don't want to do another apology. Uh, Bound is a very good, solid movie. It is very weird seeing basically what is the entire Matrix team. Because it was the Wachowskis, same cinematographer, which I think is Bill Pope or something Pope, uh, the same composer. It was so weird seeing that that core team doing something that is so not Matrix that it actually kind of pisses me off that probably the reception of the sequels for the Matrix probably stopped them from doing another project. I don't know if they ever work again after revolutions i'd probably just that's not something that i was paying attention to until bound made me notice it but i feel like i am robbed now if they didn't have at least another project after the matrix that they all worked on because um bound is great like it just feels like this little lesbian noir thriller thriller drama and i could be on the on the edge right there either one i feel covers it pretty well but no it's just this little tight movie that you can definitely tell has a budget with the amount of locations that they use but they use it so intelligently that if you're not paying if you don't know the budget and you don't really have the eye for it you can just watch this movie and just have a fun time so yeah no, no bound is highly recommended uh if you ever feel like you just need i don't know like 25 percent of a hit of matrix that you've just never seen there's this right here it bound was just hiding here the entire time so if you ever just need a good wachowski hit here you go i've actually never heard of this movie really okay no no so this movie was their trial run before they were given what was a high budget for the Matrix, which, dude, the 90s were so different. I think a high budget for that was like 60, 70 million dollars. <laughs> yeah, what a fucking time, huh? No, no doubt. Uh, but yeah, I actually really like Jennifer Tilly, uh, too. So and Joe Panliano is in this, too. I like him a lot. So wait, hold uh, on. Who was the other girl? Uh, yeah, Gina, Gina Gershon. Gershon. G- yeah, Gina Gershon. That uh, girl fucks. Yeah, she was that- in uh, Face Off. Really good in Face Off, too. Uh, which that is fun. girl. She can stare a fucking hole through you. I, uh, it's one of those things of like fear and sexual attraction are right, like right next to each other when you look at her. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, definitely gonna watch list this. Uh, yeah, I've, ne- I've never so for some reason I'd never heard of this movie before. So I'll uh, I'll watch this at some point. It's unfortunately not streaming anywhere. I'd have to rent it, so it'll be it'll be a while before I watch it. But. $63 million dollars was the budget for the Matrix. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. <laughs> definitely different times, my friend. Different times. Okay, hold on. I want to check what the um, what the budget was for Bound comparatively. $6 million. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fun. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Um, mm, what's a good movie? You know what? Let's look at the budget for After Sun. After Sun... Huh. Mm, after Sun couldn't have been that expensive, right? No, I doubt it. After Sun was probably a few million, I'd imagine. Eight million. Yeah. Okay, that's a bit, bit more than I expected, but that's weird. Okay, I don't. Okay, no, After Sun might have been a bad example because, like, I look at that, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And I was trying to see if I can find something that didn't make sense. Oh well, whatever. Moving on. Bound. Good movie out of ten. All right, I'm gonna bang out these three now: uh, Steins Gate Zero, Chaos Head Noah, and Robotics Note. 
elite. Mm. Uh, so this is, <laughs> so this is more of the science fiction adventure series. Uh, I have finished Steins Gate Zero and Chaos Had Noah, Chaos Had Noah, and I have started on Robotics Nota Lead. It's kind of the game I'm playing with GDQ going on right now, along with the mystery game too. But I'm not talking about that, obviously. Uh, Steins Gate Zero, I talked about it a little bit in the last episode. It's done now. Um, I forget if I used this comparison on the last episode, so if I did, I'm going to repeat myself, and I apologize. But if I didn't, basically, Steins Gate Zero to me is kind of like Persona 5 Strikers in the sense that, is this a great game? No, it's not. Uh, Is it a chance to be with these characters and in this universe one more time, and then you'll probably never see them again? Yeah, that's what it is. So I had some enjoyment in it because of that, because I really liked the characters from Steins Gate, got to spend a little bit more time with them, and they've obviously moved on uh, from Steins Gate now, uh, because I think Steins Gate's here was, I don't know, ages ago now at this point. Uh, And that studio in general, I think, is facing bankruptcy. The fact that they're getting anonymous code out is kind of a miracle, and who knows if they'll ever make something else. But it probably won't be Steins Gate related. So the fact that I got to be with these characters one more time, cool stuff. All of my complaints from the last episode still stand. Just feels disjointed at times. The roots are all over the place. But, you know, when it hits, it hits. It's a solid game. It's like a 7.5 out of 10. I had a bang time with it. It was enjoyable. I just can't match nearly what Steins Gate managed to do. Now, Chaos had Noah. (laughs) Oh, boy. This one, uh, (laughs) this one's an interesting game. (laughs) Um, So, you know how I said, Ed, that if Steins Gate, like, had, like, a couple like less oh japan moments that i could universally recommend that game because it's so fucking good the story that if there was just like a couple moments where it was like fucking oh japan like i would easily recommend that to everybody in the universe right chaos had noah i don't think there's a single person in the universe i could ever recommend this game to because it's probably out of 24 hours of gameplay or gameplay 20 24 hours of playing this game i would say 20 hours of that was oh japan uh this this fucking game has probably the most deplorable main character i have ever had the displeasure of playing as god he's, don't tempt me i want to make the joke you know what joke i want to make please move I actually on, move on quickly. I, I don't but he's Last of us. okay no no i promise you i promise you there is no way there is not a chance in the universe you would play an hour of this game and be like oh god abby's a fucking saint this fucking character is literally an incel he is just a pure oh self-loathing fucking dreams about fucking jacking off to his fucking anime toy and has fantasies of fucking her. I'm not kidding you. And this is all within the first hour of this fucking game. So, no, this is by far the worst protagonist I have ever played in a video game. Period. End of story. And it's to the point where really like now the story, I really like the story in this game that like, you take him out of it. Basically, people are getting murdered all over the city. It's a murder mystery. People are dying. It's very dark. It's very gory. It's completely different from Steins Gate in that respect. But, uh, in that respect, uh, it's just very miserable. Like everything feels very dark and gloomy. And I love that kind of atmosphere. So I was intrigued to see where the story was going and where the fuck they were kind of leading things. But oh my god, this character is so fucking painful to get through. Like he's just horrible. And the funny thing is. There is an explanation for why he's this bad. There is an explanation and then they do explain it and it does make sense, but that doesn't make it 
any less miserable that you have to spend 24 hours with this fucking sack of dog shit. He's so bad. Like I cannot get over how bad this character is. And the fact that somehow I still end up enjoying this game because the story really hits and it's really fucking weird and just violent and gory and just people are dying everywhere left and right. But good Lord, this guy's a piece of shit. And it just gets to the point where you're playing and you're like, how much more deplorable and moronic can this character get? Like, I'm just, I'm just fascinated to see like what, what they're going to do with this guy next. So, all right. If someone can just send me a, like, it doesn't matter how long the video is. I'm in for like 15 or 30 minutes of it. If you can just send me a clip of everything this main character does, that's all (laughs) I need. I'm good. It's just, it's wild, man. What a piece of shit this guy is. Like, just a total, I mean, he is an incel. He's literally an incel. And it's, I mean, it's interesting playing through the perspective of an incel. I got to give it that. I've never done that in a video <laughs> game before. <laughs> I um, don't know. As someone who is a sex haver, I don't understand what this man is going through. It's just wild to me that the, that this was like... <laughs> that they just that they it's just wild to me that they thought this was a good idea and again i get what the devs are going for they're like we we really want you to play as this miserable sack of shit but there are ways to do it and still make the character interesting redeemable um have some human qualities make you kind of not even root for him but like care about what happens to him but no they just made him the most unlikable piece of shit i've ever seen in my life and that's just universal by the way like you might think i'm being hard on it but no go look up reviews through this game go look at anyone talking about this game they'll all say the same thing pretty good story really dark dour everything like that but holy christ this character is irredeemable and it's just wild to me that they printed that anyways overall i did enjoy the game because i thought the story like i said was dark (laughs) depressing gloomy and uh, i liked where it went but it's definitely my least favorite of these games so far uh and it doesn't hold a candle to stein's gate but you know it's solid seven out of ten it's not a good time this this sounds like an eight out of ten ign right there man like you hammer the shit out of it it's like i enjoyed my time though makes me really feel like spider-man it just it's funny but well to be fair in my defense the only thing i'll say is this i've always been more of a plop than a characters person i can get by with like some paper thin characters if i have a plot that intrigues me and that is definitely this game because the plot is very intriguing uh like I, i even like where it goes at the end of it uh but good lord man the characters and like even like outside of the main character there's like like basically just girls like the rest of the cast are just girls that that somehow somehow if somehow well i I would say they're attracted to him but the whole point of this game is basically he's he's having these delusions where like he like and like throughout the game you can pick either a positive delusion or a negative delusion and like if you pick a positive (laughs) delusion they'll like the girl will like be attracted to him and start making out with him but then like if you pick how fucked up mentally do you have to be like i have a choice between a positive and a negative i'm gonna go with the negative delusion let's fucking go but that's the funny part because then you pick a negative delusion and then he'll start fucking raping these girls jesus christ it's fucked up man and then like he'll like like there's one like the like very early on in the game like whatever minor spoilers so if you don't want to hear this skip over but there's like uh, early on in this game his his sister by the way his sister is like the only yeah i know you know where i'm going with this Uh, his sister is like the only character i like in this game because she's fucking hilarious and she just basically calls him a piece of shit whenever she can 
Um, but like, you know, you have a choice. Do you have a positive delusion or a negative delusion? You can guess where the positive delusion is going. I'm not even going to fucking talk about that. But the negative delusion, he basically like she, she goes into his fridge to take a drink and she just like fucking chokes to death under the drink and dies in front of him. And there's like just a, you just see her like bloody face and like blood dripping out. And then like the delusion ends. He's like, those those are a rough little for me. <laughs> It's so fucked up this game. I, I don't even I don't even know. And the funny thing is it got banned off of Steam before it came out, but then they reversed the ban. But like I could see where they were going with it because there's a lot of fucked up shit in this game. 15 to 30 minutes. Someone sends me that video, you're guaranteed 15 to 30 minutes that I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, gonna be it's... really awkward at the at the dinner table, but like I swear, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Um, and then just quick, okay, seven out of ten. Yeah, and then and then just quickly, I, I'm playing Robotics Node Elite now, and the fucking whiplash from going from that game to this game. So I should mention, Chaos Head is the first game in the timeline. Steins Gate is second, and then Robotics Node is third. So that's actually the intended order. But obviously, I'm going from Chaos Head to Robotics Node. Robotics Node is just this like chill vibe you're on a beach you're on this island and you're going to school and like you're, you're there's like this robotics competition and you have this clubhouse and everybody's really happy and everyone's really nice to you i'm like what the fuck is this i just went from this guy dreaming he's raping everyone to this like the whiplash on these games is fucking insane um but yeah i'm about like a few hours into this one so very early but it's a very very chill vibe completely different from chaos head and uh and that is much appreciated. Uh, we'll play more and figure it out. But that's that's all I have to say. All right. Uh, I have nothing to add. Just someone send me that video. So instead, I will read this. Uh, Sean Mason, wonderful Sean Mason, got an email from school. Unfortunately, there was a small fire in one of our classrooms located in the modular wing of our building. The fire was due to a TikTok challenge that is currently trending among preteens and teenagers. The challenge involves creating and posting a video to TikTok where teenagers put hand sanitizer on their hands and light their hands on fire. Students involved in this incident were trying to recreate this TikTok trend, which started in a class room fire a small one a response to the fire alarm the students and staff evacuated the building quickly and safely i just wanted to read that because um wait hold on all right all right hold on hold on hold on hold on what is this hello hello oh no no we're not doing nope it's that dude these fucking people call me all the time they're like please donate to the cops it's like no please stop bothering me Okay, yeah, no, that's, I got I just, nothing to add. <laughs> I, I just want to say the person, who's, the person who did that uh, at Sean's school probably has the same mental capacity as this fucking character from the video game. <laughs> What's his name? Hold on, I gotta look up this guy's name just, just so everyone can know how fucking bad this guy is. Chaos okay, while you do that, I'm just gonna get this out of the way because, like, look, man, we're just gonna pile on negative shit here. Uh, Step Brothers, no. Yeah, thank you, no, thank you, I, thank no. you. Thank you. No, I. Pe- I don't understand why people like that movie so much. I don't get it. Thank you. No, I. I don't know, man. Like this Mid. is. It's weird because having watched Billy Madison recently, so much better. Um, just seeing someone being a seeing an adult be a mentally deficient child, like it can still hit. Like I, I don't understand what is it with Adam Sandler that he can pull it off, but seeing Will Ferrell and John C. Riley do this, which by the way, my wife and I have been such on a fucking kick of just like kino for like years now because of you know my doing that now seeing john c Riley as most people recognize john c Riley is jarring 
because like I, I skipped over by the way I, I didn't really want to go into gangs of new york or mission impossible because i'm going to speak positively about those i'd want to go to straight step brothers because seeing john c Riley in a comedic form is almost jarring to me now and i almost wish that you know i kind of want to go watch another pta we would just be like ah john c Riley, there you are now you're in your element you're not over here with will ferrell um but yeah the, no man step brothers i don't I don't know, man. I got 30 minutes in. I think I laughed maybe once when Adam Scott showed up because like Adam Scott being the younger brother who is uh, he's a douche, but like he's also really like magnetically entertaining that like I loved watching him and considering he's positioned as the villain. I'm just like, no, can we just follow him? I don't want to see you two dumbasses just like not get along and just be complete deadbeats i'm with your parents on this one get the fuck out of the house get another fucking job go die get out of here so yeah no stepbrothers just it i don't know man it wasn't activating that juvenile part of my brain that would probably enjoy this and i don't even think that part of me is dead i think that the part of my brain that they're supposed to be attacking as funny doesn't exist because if a- I didn't like it when I watched it initially okay. in theaters, and now that I'm watching it now, where I have no expectations, you, you lost. Like, there's no. Yeah, I was no. going to ask if that was a rewatch, so it was. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, this is the only time I've ever rewatched yeah. it. I, no, I, I, I agree. I, I made it 30 minutes, and I was like, I'm not laughing, so I dropped out. Yeah, I don't understand why this movie's thought of so highly. I really don't. Like, I don't find it funny at all. Yeah, I mean, the maybe maybe the only funny part I laugh at in the movie is when they're doing like the the the, the cruise ship presentation. Like that's funny, but other I mean, than breaking that, the boat, that would still probably piss me off at this point because I would just be like, "Your parents have given you fucking everything. <laughs> just let them go on vacation, you fucking morons. Just they've supported you for forty fucking years. Just let them be happy." Yeah, I think the difference is like, even w- with Billy Madison, when, when Adam Sandler, when Adam Sandler does it, there's something still inherently likable about him. And I just don't find Will Ferrell or John C. Ravel likable in that movie at all. Oh, OK, in that movie, I was about to say, I will go to fucking no, 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 John in, C. Riley. No, no, in that movie specifically. Although I will say dramatic. I love dramatic John C. Riley, yes. but comedy John C. Riley. I know you like Walk Hard, but for me, comedy John C. Riley has never done anything for me. So. I mean, I will say that, like, Talladega Nights, I did walk out of that one a bit more positively, but I would still walk out saying mid on that one. Whatever. Look, we're just going to go into that. Whatever. Let's just get them both out of the way. Talladega Nights, after I bailed out 30 minutes from Step Brothers, I went to Talladega Nights. I made it to the end of the movie. So, hey, good job on that one. Uh, I will say that Sasha Baron Cohen's character is just, like, fucking hilarious. He just, he's so overtly funny. French that it's just funny he leans right into it Talladega Nights it's fine it's fine you know Will Ferrell you know getting attacked by a cougar is fucking hilarious but like uh, Talladega Nights is fine it's fine it's it's just at this point I think of Talladega Nights as for some reason the weird movie that they always pushed with every PlayStation 3 and Blu-ray players like, that's what I think of as Talladega Nights. That's their legacy now, instead of anything about the movie itself. So, yeah. Talladega Nights, made out of 10. Like, that, that just feels the right score. Mid. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on both of those. Uh, by the way, the character's name is uh, Takumi 
Takumi Nishijo. So yeah, just uh, god tier in terms of bad characters. I, I Takumi. Uh, if there's ever, if somebody, if all five of you listening, if you can, if you can point out to me a worse protagonist in this one, go and actually watch some videos on this guy, see what he does. And if you can point out somebody who's actually a fucking worse protagonist in the game than this, I'll give you like five bucks. Cause I, I just, I, I don't believe it's real. Like he's just so fucking bad. So good luck. If you literally do it and then you just say, oh yeah, Abby from The Last of Us, like if you do that, I'll give you five dollars, but not really. <laughs> All right. Uh yeah. I don't so have we'll, enough five dollars. That's so easy to make you five dollars. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Mid out of town on both those movies, for sure. No, no, no I'm I'd Step Brothers, I bad. I, I'd probably just call that one bad. Yeah. Like like I Talladega, it's fine. I made it to the end. So I can't give it too much shit. Uh, yeah, uh, back to you. I have one, two. Th- th- you know what? We'll bundle both Mission Impossible movies together. So I have one, two, three, four movies left. Or, uh, I only have two things left, so I'm almost done. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about Pizza Tower next. Uh, made oh. by made by Tour de Pizza, <laughs> starring like, starring Tour the de pizza. Tour de Pizza, starring the great Pepino, and oh. he uh, you know he needs to charge the Pizza Tower, get his toppings. Make some money. Well, you know, typical pizzeria things. Uh, so Moki, bless his heart, who was on the Resident Evil 4 special episode, which I still need to listen to. It's on my list. but It's a good one. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, sure it'll be fun. It's always special episodes that I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I'm happy about. And then we get out yeah. of the main episodes. I'm like, God damn, yeah, I don't, should just fucking cancel this show. Un- unsubscribe. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Moki, he uh, gifted this to me, which shout out to him. Very nice of him. So I uh, got a chance to finally play this. I've been wanting to play it for a while. It looks like a perfect Steam Deck game platformer definitely stuff i usually juice uh from what i heard the soundtrack was incredible and it lived up to that just a phenomenal phenomenal soundtrack here uh very positive on this game overall though just great really fucking great game uh it took me it's the type of game where it's very it takes a bit to get the mechanics but once you do it's very easy to play very fluid you can get through the game in about six seven hours which is what i did uh but if you want to master this game there's a lot to it there's so much to this game. Like every level has like three different secrets. And then there's like these janitors you have to find. And there's an artifact in each level. So you need to bring the janitors to the secret room and get the artifact. And then if you don't know how it works, basically every level you basically go through, there's five toppings you need to find. You get 10 bucks for each topping. And then there's these secrets and artifacts. When you reach the end of the level, though, you basically need to backtrack through the entire level and escape before a time limit hits. So it's really cool in that regard, basically. And then you'll, as you're going through the level, you'll see the level design kind of at work where you'll see areas you can't get to that you'll know, okay, I'm going to be going that way on the way back, probably. So you can kind of take a mental note of it and figure it out. Um, and, you know, it's, it's once, like at first, like you kind of panic a bit. Like there was the one level where, like, twice i think i didn't escape in time and i got really mad because you have to redo the whole level but after you get the hang of it like i don't think i fucked up one more time the entire game so it's not bad they give you plenty of time to do it now it gets hard though is sometimes like specific toppings or the janitor rooms for instance or secrets specifically you have to do on the way back and that's when it gets a little bit more time crunch if you're going for 100 percent because you're gonna have to kind of get through all these areas and do it really quickly uh, but yeah, no, just a, like I said, really fun game to play. Uh, soundtrack is incredible. The art style is really good. Uh, I've definitely had a, just a, a great time with this game. I actually put a third for my, uh, for my 2023 game so far. So I, I definitely had a, just a fantastic time with it. Uh, if you're into that sort of game, you'll love this. 
Uh, it's only on Steam Deck, or I played it on Steam Deck. It's only on PC, Steam right now. It's not on any other platform. Um, I'm sure it will eventually come to other platforms, but I guess the creators have been kind of smacking down, specifically Nintendo fans that are begging for it on Switch. So I don't know if they're in any rush to do it, but they've been kind of like smacking on port baggers, which I always find cool. So shout out to them for that. Uh, honestly, this feels like it'd be perfect for me on a Switch Lite. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, port no. bagging boy. <laughs> it's okay, man. I'm not begging for the port. We got more than enough games over here, but like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I would be very interested in this game if I could play it handheld, and I swear to God, I'm not getting a fucking Steam Deck. I literally have a Series X staring at me that hasn't been turned on in months, okay? Like, I don't... <laughs> There's no chance that a Steam Deck is cracking through here, okay? No. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Pizza Tower, uh, whatever their version of Megalovania is, whatever that one song is that's it's gonna so be good. that big pop out song, I heard that and I immediately went, That shit is fucking fire. Oh, I will yeah. play you at some point. The Which, entire the entire soundtrack is fucking fire. It's so good. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Uh, which reminds me, have you ever heard of a game called Dust Force? Uh, uh, maybe. Okay, well, don't worry about it. Basically, the only reason I bring this up is that that statement I said of "What the fuck is that? That is fire." I'm gonna play you at some point. Um, I said that about Dust Force in 2012, and I still haven't played that game. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's fair, and I and I do get it. It's. You know, sometimes you just don't get the games for whatever reason. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I still think, really want to play it, man. That Dust Force soundtrack is like really fucking good. No, the, the soundtrack in, I, I don't know about that, I don't have to look that up, but uh, the soundtrack in, in Pizza Tower is is clearly a strength of that game. That just every fucking song is heat. Um, and the, the and from level to level, like I'm not going to spoil anything, but from level to level, they, they introduce new mechanics and they do new ideas and and it never feels old. Everything It always feels fresh. Some of them don't hit quite as hard as others. So you do get a little bit of like that where it's like, oh, this idea is better than this idea. But it's still cool that they took so many swings and shots and most of them hit. So and it, and it keeps it a fresh, engaging experience all the way through. It's not many levels. I think it's like 20 levels total. Uh, and then some boss fights mixed in there, which are all the boss fights are all really really memorable and really cool um so yeah if you're into that sort of thing platformers and stuff like that can't recommend this game enough like i said it's my third favorite game of uh, 2023 so far uh it's behind just uh hi-fi rush and uh and uh, trails uh azure so yeah yeah no no i want to play this but also you got to get to a console. You got to meet me where I'm at because I'm not going to PC. Like, I swear to God, I'm not. Uh, anyways, I sent you a link for one of the songs from Dust Force, right? Uh, the song is Upside Down Stalagmite. Just give that a listen at some point. You'll listen to it and be like, wow, when this game is on a Steam sale for 99 cents, I will play you. Like, the song is that fucking good. Uh, it's, it's, just... it's, 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 heat. it's heat. I'm listening to it right now. Oh, you are? Oh, dude. Like, just the way it opens, I'm like, oh, boy. And then at some point, like, there's this counter melody that kicks in. It's like, oh, oh, it's fucking hot. It's funny. The first comment is the music you've composed for this game is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, like, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah there's something about that. There's something game. about that old style, like, uh, chiptune, like 2D music. I love that. It's, oh, it's so good. I love that. It's good shit. I mean, what it is is that it's just a limited amount of notes that you have. So you have to work even harder to make it, you know, memorable yeah no it's really oh that that the second part just kicked in really nice yeah 
Yeah. Oh boy. Oh fuck, man. I think I don't even have this album. I need to figure out. Like, okay, hold on. I think they actually said that they have a Bandcamp link. Can I pay you for Flak Files? Can I pay you? Like, if I can pay you for the Flak Files, I'll fucking do it. Uh, buy a digital album for seven dollars. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Why did did this guy compose music for Tunic? What? Oh, good for him if he did. It says full digital discography, and the first image there is Tunic. Holy shit. Um, the, Buy digital discography for $25.50 or more. I Hold on, hold on. Oh, shit. Uh, 25 or 50 or more includes unlimited streaming of all seven releases via the free Bandcamp app, plus high-quality downloads as MP3, FLAC, or more. Yeah, I... Um, I'm going to keep this saved. I might actually just buy everything that this man has done in flack for $25. Like that's, Ooh, that's really fucking good. Uh, so yeah, uh, dust force out of 10. What were we talking about? Pizza tower. I, I will play pizza tower. If you meet me where I'm at, at some point out of 10. Uh, ooh, yeah, it's my turn. Isn't it? My phone fell over. All right. Um, Mission Impossible. Let's get these out of the way. So, with the new movie coming out, I wanted to make an effort to watch these. Now, I've had the 4Ks for months, maybe a year. I don't really remember anymore. I've had them sitting there for a while. But Tears of the Kingdom has me in its grasp, and I don't want to watch anything or play anything. That isn't Tears of the Kingdom. So, my standards have lowered, which is why, you know, Gangs in New York, look, Fucking love it. I know it wasn't going to make the shelf. I just wanted to show my wife because I think, you know, Gangs of New York is such a weird little movie that it's fun to watch. Uh, but Step Brothers Talladega Nights, Triple X, like, come on, man. Like, it's just slop here, okay? Um, but yeah, Mission Impossible is not slop. It is very good. It is definitely got that Brian De Palma fingerprint on it way more than I expected because this feels so much more like a spy thriller. Like, this is a spy thriller. This is not a spy action movie. This is like, no, 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 man. We're going to have some double crosses here. It might be a little bit hard to follow, but keep up, man. It's okay. Like, if you're not paying that much attention, you're going to fall behind. But, you know, Mission Impossible 1 is, that's a good movie. That's a that's very well crafted. Yeah. I don't know if there's much I can say besides that Brian De Palma knows how to make a movie. And... Yeah. Oh, I forgot the entire reason I was even mentioning the whole preamble. Uh, the way that I've tied myself into watching these is that uh, my wife, her sister, and then her husband were all watching them weekly. So we watch Mission Impossible one week. The next week we watch Mission Impossible 2. This coming week we're going to watch Mission Impossible 3. Basically, so hopefully I am ready by the time that Dead Reckoning Part 1 is in theaters that I can watch it. Because I need to tie movies to something now to break Tears of the Kingdom out of me. Because holy shit, that's all I want to do with all my free time. Um, By the way, keep in mind, I said free time. Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, Triple X, that was not free time. That was in the middle of me doing other stuff, okay? So, yeah. Mission Impossible 1, that's a good movie. That's that's solid. Uh, Mission Impossible 2 is... Um, yeah, it's got that John Woo stink on it. And uh, John Woo was not told to not go full John Woo because he full John Wooed here. And uh, it was pretty funny. Um, I'm going to say something really stupid and I recognize how stupid it is. 
Uh, Mission Impossible 2, I'd probably watch again over the first Mission Impossible because I don't have to pay that much attention to it. The action is very dumb sometimes. I can see Tom Cruise slide everywhere with dual-wielding pistols. I, it's really hard to say no to that. Uh, but yeah, Mission Impossible 2 is kind of a mess. It is a charming mess, but to go as far to say it's a good movie, it's competent. I would never bring the word quality close to it just at all. Like, I'm not doing that. So, yeah, Mission Impossible 1 is a legitimately good movie. It feels very much spy thriller. Um, Mission Impossible 2 feels like a hodgepodge. Uh, It makes me really want to drive a motorcycle. Yeah, that's that's where I stand on both of these movies right now. I'm just not going to comment because I need to rewatch these movies. So. I'm just, no, I don't, no, no, no. Okay, okay. Give us your uneducated take first. My uneducated take is two is one of my favorites that I've seen. So <laughs> I, mean, I really have you seen. Yeah, I, I've seen one. I, I've seen one, two, three, and then I've seen. I'm trying to think of the new ones. I've seen at least one of the new ones too. Ghost uh, Protocol. I don't think I've seen. Um, what, what, what was the newest one? Oh, Fallout. Okay, I've seen Fallout. Okay, I'm kind of hoping. Kind of hoping that, you know, this will just stay the ignorant take. I'm not even going to jump on you. I'm just going to be like, I hope your mind has changed. Because even with me, like I watched Fallout in theaters, even me going back to it, it's like it feels like it's wrong to compare the first Mission Impossible to Fallout, but I'm still taking Fallout. Um, Here's the problem with Fallout, I think. It's just that I hadn't seen any of the ones prior to it besides obviously uh, the original same. three so same. i oh, okay all right well then i don't know maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe i won't change them but we'll see i need, I need to rewatch them all and, and see what i think of it because i don't I, I don't know we'll see we'll see wait hold on i think i prepped by watching the previous one but if you told me to name anything that happened in that movie i can't rogue nation i, I think i can name the name but anything else that happens in it uh I, there were motorcycles but i'm only saying that because that's on the poster and i think Tom Cruise swims at some point. That's all I got. So, yeah, technically true, but also I don't really remember. So, yeah, no, no, Mission Impossible. Uh, we will continue unless something catastrophic happens that pulls me away at a 10. Goop. Uh, all right. My last thing on my list is Blackberry. This was directed by Matt Johnson, starring Jay Baruchel, Glenn Howerton, and of course, Matt Johnson himself. Uh, it's a story of BlackBerry, Canadian company, and just how they uh, how they basically kind of lucked into taking the cell phone world by storm, um, and then couldn't adapt. It's a fascinating story, one that's definitely stretched for truth at times, but it's very entertaining. Uh, Glenn Howerton just playing fucking Dennis Reynolds, but more successful is fucking hilarious to me, and that's basically what he is in this movie, and it's fucking great. Uh, he basically plays the businessman Jim Balsilli, who. If you're Canadian, you recognize that name a lot because he was everywhere back in the early 2000s. He basically had this big plan that he was going to buy the Pittsburgh Penguins from the NHL and then move them over to Hamilton. That was he wanted a hockey team in Hamilton, Ontario, so fucking badly. Um, And yeah, the, the movie goes into this and lots of other stuff. But yeah, this is just a perfect little documentary, mockumentary, whatever you want to call it. Uh, about the story of blackberry and it's incredibly funny it's witty it's brilliantly shot uh great soundtrack to it and yeah it's everything you would want in this type of movie a a very big pleasant surprise for me one of the best movies i've seen of 2023 so far and now we're halfway into the year now so it's pretty good 
but yeah, this is just, if you, it, it's, it's, I mean, even if you don't find the story of Blackberry interesting, I think you'll still find a lot of value in this movie because it's fucking hilarious and there's great performances, but I, I've always genuinely found that story interesting about how, uh, just how this company basically lucked their way into this position of power because, you know, they didn't really know what they had. Um, but then, yeah, once they lost it. Yeah. And then once the iPhone came, that was it. It was just game over. <laughs> like it was just boys against men at that point. Um, but yeah, great movie. Highly recommended if you get a chance to see it. I know it's definitely probably doesn't have many showings in America. It seems like it's a Canadian film and definitely more, uh, I think being advertised and, and broadcast here, but uh, definitely worth watching even at home if you get a chance because it's uh, it's a fun movie. It's a great time. All right. I'm curious. Is it? Oh, dude. This, oh, my God. Blackberry isn't even showing up with like theater listings when I Google it. That it's over, man. It's yeah. fucking over. Yeah, it's probably um, already it's probably already dipping out of theaters now at this point, to be honest with you. There's a lot of blockbuster stuff coming out, so. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's that's bad. Uh, anyways, I would like to watch BlackBerry, but also in that same vein, Air hit Amazon Prime, but again, there goes that pesky Tears of the Kingdom pulling me by the fucking ear, just going, you want more of this shit, don't you? I'm just like, yes, goddamn right I do. So... Yeah, I don't know. BlackBerry, by the time that I'm ready for it, it probably will be on a streaming service already. Wait a minute. Hold on. Is this... Did IFC produce this? Uh, they might have helped distribute it in America. I'm not sure. I don't think it's... I didn't see their name... I didn't see their name before the things when I watched it. Oh, okay. So. That's weird. Okay. No, no. Uh, I saw, you know, like I Googled Blackberry and I started scrolling through a little bit. And I think IFC movies, like the, their YouTube page, posted the trailer. So I thought, okay. For a second I mean, maybe that... it's possible. But then keep in mind, it's different depending on where the country it's different distribution and stuff like that. So maybe they're helping bring it to America or something like that. Could be that too, but. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. You are correct. IFC Films acquired the rights to distribute the film in the United States. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That that okay. definitely makes sense, yeah. All right, so uh, IFC, they don't really bury their movies, so uh, they will be on a streaming service before I know it, and hopefully the link is no longer pulling me by the fucking ear and just taking all my time, because, uh, damn, that's all I want to do. Um, Yeah, okay, next. Next up. Fortified. New York. Uh, oh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, this is a, um, well, you fucking blew it out of 10. Uh, Gangs of New York. Man, this movie's just a little fucking weird one, isn't it, huh? I mean, yep. it, Scorsese can direct this movie. They do great stuff. Um, I don't understand how everyone on Letterboxd is like, Daniel Day-Lewis is wasted here. Everyone else's performance is weak. And I'm just like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I still... Still really like it. Like I know yeah, that Daniel really Day weird. Lewis takes up all the oxygen in the room, but like Leo and Cameron Diaz aren't putting in bad performances no, here. I agree. You know? I mean, it's just that you know it's Daniel Day fucking Lewis. Like I understand if you're not going to be able to step up to Daniel Day fucking Lewis. So honestly, anytime that Bill the Butcher shows up on screen, of course he fucking takes it over. Of course it takes it over. There are some people who are like, what if the movie was all about Bill the Butcher? Which you know, granted. That'd be pretty sick, but 
I don't know, man. I kind of like the Bill the Butcher like a little bit like my Joker. You know, what happens if you give him full focus? Well, I know that you, you know, you enjoy your origin of the Joker, but, you know, this isn't the origin of Bill the Butcher. I don't actually know that. Mm. Would I want to see the origin of Bill the Butcher? Mm, I don't think I would. Just because now that I think about it, I feel like that would maybe take away some of the mystique from him. So, you know what? No, no, like I'm... I don't know, man. It just feels weird to complain about Gangs of New York because, like, it's still a really fun movie. It's still, like, it, it paints with a broad brush. Like, it's just a kind of a simple tale of Leo. Uh, I don't know. It almost feels a little uh, dances with wolves. Like, is he going to lose himself? It, it's a bit of a mix of Hamlet with the revenge and all that, and the returning son and all that. Like, it it's Shakespearean. But it's also in the 1800s and it's Scorsese like this man can still direct shit like there's an entire scene of like just this tracking shot of the Irish getting off the boat, given papers to go and enlist in the army, being given their weapon, basically being shuttled back onto a boat to go fight for the country they just arrived. And then the shot follows a casket being brought into the harbor it's fucking perfect it's beautiful like it's martin scorsese <laughs> this man knows what he's fucking doing and i i don't know man like i just find it weird that people beat up on a movie that doesn't even feel like it warrants getting beaten up on because it just sort of seems like it wants to have a fun time like it's not going that complicated or like pretentious where i understand being beaten up on it it just feels like an odd target but yeah, I don't know, Gangs of New York. Uh, definitely now, watching it a couple years later, it's like, oh man, the CG is a little spotty here, but I you know, I understand. <laughs> You're not going to be able to find an 1800s harbor whenever you want to have an establishing shot. You know, I, I understand that you're not going to be able to build out two miles of uh, 1800s architecture to be able to get the shot. That's fine. It's fine. I'm not going to complain about it. But yeah, no, Gangs of New York, it's just a fun little weird movie that... And always glad that whenever I watch it, I will continue thinking, man, this is a little weird one, but I also still enjoy myself. I'm saying. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic movie. And I think it just shows fucking good uh, Martin Scorsese is to me when I really like this movie. I think it's fantastic, but it's not even my top 10 for him. <laughs> I think that yeah. just shows the quality of filmography this fucking guy has. Uh, but yeah, no, I think it's great. I, I don't buy the whole, like you said, like, yes, don't get me wrong. Daniel Day-Lewis fucking steals every scene he's in. He's incredible. But that doesn't make everyone else's performances bad. It's kind of similar to me with, I mean, on a lesser level, but for The Dark Knight, you know, I think Heath Ledger's Joker is incredible. But, you know, Aaron Heckard's still a good two-face. Everyone's still putting a good performance there. And I People don't think give shit in, to, like, Christian Bale on yeah, that one. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, just, you, you, back it off. Like, yeah, you're no, fine. Exactly. He's good. He's good. Exactly. So, and it's the same thing here. Leo was solid. Cameron Diaz was good. They all put in good performances around him. Uh, it's just, it's fucking Daniel Lee Lewis. Yes, he's yeah, fucking exactly. incredible. And it's a character that's just meant that he, that's perfect for him, that he chews up and spits out. So, Great movie. Like I said, it's it's literally not in my top 10 of, of Scorsese, but I mean, it's that's not a knock against the movie. That's just the man's fucking filmography in his career. So fantastic film. Definitely, you know, it's it's like you said, and I think it's a good way to put it. It's one of one of the weirder ones from Scorsese for sure. Um, it definitely has a little bit of pacing issues. It can be a little bit shorter, but other than that, I think it's a great movie. Mm, could it be? Yeah, I guess, but like 
the fact that I still sat in and I watched it and I enjoyed myself and I don't really remember any downtime in it. I don't like sure five or 10 minutes, but I don't think there's really much that you need to cut because by the time I was done with the movie, I was like, yeah, that was good. That was good. Like, I don't, I don't really have any issues with anything in the movie. I think maybe the only thing is like, it's like, that was good. That was great. Uh, no notes. Uh, I don't know what I could tell you to make better, but I don't know if I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I enjoyed myself. That's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, n-word out of 10 god there's every time that martin scorsese gets to have an n-word it's a magical time <laughs> true all right uh that's just i'm running the show from here right yep yep it's all you okay all right next one uh triple x i did not finish this one i think i got about halfway through and then i just realized i don't want to go back to it i don't know man this is just it feels like metal scene homeless bond and it's I'm I'm good, man. I just I remember the scene of Vin Diesel stealing a Corvette and driving it over a bridge hitting way harder. But now watching it again, I'm just like, this is whatever. I don't know, man. I feel like I've watched YouTube videos that go harder than this now. Um, I got halfway through and I was just like, oh, this is just way worse bond, like way worse. And now it is also grimy ass russia just under not underbellies uh underground spots just i don't want to deal with any of this i was barely paying attention to it occasionally what i will say is that every single time that they have like a big action scene like the corvette good coverage on it i'm gonna i'm trying to be nice here man at some point because like i did notice it you know there was good amount of coverage shot of a Corvette going off a bridge. Good amount of shots, whole lot of reverse shots, and, and well done. Uh, there's a time when a motorcycle is landing on a building that is exploding. Very good coverage shot on that. Yeah, they got it from literally every angle. Looks great. That's it. That's all I can really say. Triple X, man, it is shocking now, especially with... um. Now the later Fast and Furious movies no longer having uh, Paul Walker. It just makes me realize, man, Paul Walker was carrying some fucking load for you. If now that I see you alone, I'm just like, man, this is good. we're good here, man. Can we just keep you to one word roles, please? I, I have nothing positive to say about this movie. I fucking hate this movie. Well, I mean, is it Vin Diesel or is it like just, you know? Yes. Okay, that's okay, cool. We're good on there. Moving on. Succession. Uh, I actually kind of feel like punting this. Are you are you going to catch up at some point? I am. What are you doing? I am. I'm catching up. I will. Okay. Are you catching up or are you going to? I'm going to. I it's it, I t- I removed it off my list cuz I only watched one episode. I definitely need to, and I feel like there's a better chance for it soon because the movie, it just hasn't been there as much, and especially with me playing so many portable games now, I feel like just throwing on an episode of TV and then getting back to my game is easier. So it's it's now that it's done, too, I feel more of a motivation to do it. So hopefully soon. Okay, so I, I almost kind of want to punt at least a deeper dive until you're done because... I, my opinion is still pretty much the same that succession feels so much more like people are getting wrapped up in production and good music and performances that they're like, whoa, it's the greatest show on TV. And 
I don't know, man. I just look at Succession and I feel like it is production. It's weird. It's weird because like I can compliment the I can compliment the acting. I can compliment um the the high production feel of it. I can compliment the music. I can compliment the acting. I can compliment the good dialogue writing, and it all of it feels like it just comes up short to make me think that it feels like it's way more of a hollow show than it actually is. And I'd love to be convinced otherwise. But so far, with a show ending, by the way, ending good, good ending. Yeah, that's. I don't know what else you'd really do as an ending. That was very good. And I still feel so much like the show was fine. It was fine. Uh, maybe at some point, one of the YouTubers I watch will make an entire hour-long video of, whoa, oh my God, Succession changed my life and saved my dog that drowned 10 years ago. And I'll be like, wow, I'm stupid. I have to go and rewatch it. But as it stands, like mid is too harsh. It's it's fine. It's fine. I'll uh, I'll get to it soon. Hopefully, I really like it. I'm definitely more positive on you, so I'm excited to watch this uh, this final season. Perfect. All right. So yeah, we're punting it. End card. Hey, look at you. You got to the end of the episode. From episode zero to the day that I finally get lazy and cancel the show. A big thank you to Joey Rawlings for providing the perfect name for the show. Be sure to always give him thanks either out loud as you're listening to this, or you can just send him a thank you tweet at boogeyman117 underscore. That's boogeyman117, I-E instead of Y, double O. Be sure that it's an underscore, not a dash, 117.